Welcome to Missy Outsiders and Ahams. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama holiday cast. Yes. Uh, tis the season. Not a holiday episode nope. in Shadowhunters. Nope. We already passed that. Uh, we had the... Oh, they do have holiday episodes. I was like, Shadowhunters doesn't have holiday episodes. They have Hanukkah episode. Yeah, they, it wasn't Hanukkah, was it? It was a Passover? Right, it was Passover. Um, yes, there was Passover. Yes. But that's the only religion in Shadowhunters, I guess. Well, Simon's. I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> I think that's like what we ever hear about. The you rest know, of that's the, interesting. The Shadowhunters are not religious. They're spiritual. Uh, I mean, they... They do believe in it's angels. It's hard. Well, the, 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 they don't believe in angels. They know they angels. They know there's <laughs> angels. That, like, the thing is, is that so much of this show is judeo-christian iconography Mm -hmm. but it's not religious because that's just their lives they they're essentially devoid kind of of the one thing that religions have in common which is a concept of faith well and i was gonna say like it's an interesting question because if you grow up in a world where you know that all of the fantastical things Mm -hmm. and all of the highly powered beings are real well, the, what the, do you believe in? Well, and, and the question is, is that, is, do they, obviously they don't know, like, directly the angels will. Valentine is a good sign of that. But Valentine doesn't seem like someone who's trying to figure out, like, a higher powers will. He's someone who is just like, well, we were given orders by our commander, and I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> that commander is... There's, like God, but yeah. there's the there's this um there's this one theory of uh of like godhood, which is that there obviously is a god because by just the way that we classify things, there has to be one thing which is like definitively higher than everything else. Right. And, and what is the and what and equivalently sorry, equivocally, would that not be God, even if it's just like one step above things, there has to be, if there's a lowest level of creatures, there has to be a highest level of creatures. That's true. That is how Order, categories yeah. work. So I'm like, that is an interesting concept that when you discuss the place of things, and I think in Shadowhunters where you have like really strong vampires and really strong shadow hunters and all mm-hmm. these people who exhibit power and like warlocks who exhibit like, like, it, like, I'm certain in the history there were warlocks who just like popped down and were like, "Hey, I'm your god." And they're like, "Yeah, totally." Yeah, absolutely. You can do those things. That's why they need the accords. Yeah. <laughs> and the definitely was the accords where it's like warlocks can't pretend to be <laughs> deities of any kind. That's definitely in there. Like we don't spend a lot of time on the accords, but that's got to be a part of it. And we see that the angels are quite powerful. Apparently one can just give a wish, and the demons are also quite powerful with like the stuff they do, but so like looking at the Shadowhunters through that kind of concept, where it's like, yeah, there is a god, you don't know who, which one it is, but there does have to be one of them who's more powerful than all the rest. Well, because someone's got to keep all those people in control. Otherwise, that one angel who can do that one wish, maybe he'd do lots of wishes. <laughs> Someone has to tell that angel, no, one wish. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe he used to give away lots of wishes. And, <laughs> and then the God manager, was like, hey. His manager came down. was like, ooh, 
You're, you're giving out too many wishes. They're going to say one wish every thousand years. The quotias. They're not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might not that might not be a right, but this is because it is shadow. Because we're going to get on with it. I usually say something before I just say the title of the show uh, with my perfect segues. Uh, so this is right, because we are in Shadowhunters, Season 3, Episode 4. We talked nothing about the episode. Uh, thy soul. My, I have a pop-up over the instructed. day. My, thy, thy soul instructed. Thy soul instructed. This is a mess. We should go back and re-record it. We're not going to, though. Nope. This is a holiday episode. Nope. Gotta keep moving. Gotta keep pushing forward. Okay. I gotta talk to you about Demon Mom. Okay. You're gonna talk about Demon Mom. I'm gonna talk about Dilapidated Hotel. Go. Demon Mom. We have to call her Lilith. A, because Demon Mom's really long to say, and B, the subtitles say her name is Lilith. So our <laughs> guess was correct. We yeah. would be laid by the subtitles. <laughs> We've talked a few times of the fact that we both watch this show with subtitles on. I do it so if I zone out, I can quickly read. <laughs> I can read faster than they talk. Mm-hmm. So if I zone out, I need to take a moment to like catch up with what they're saying. Uh, it's more necessary in our other show than it is in this one. Because if uh, you stop for a second, you're going to miss something on that show. But it does give some fun treats. There's a there's two characters who we don't get their names, but we get them from their subtitles. We do meet a guy named Leo mm-hmm. this episode. We who sure do. Who's only introduced through the subtitles. And yes, Lilith. The, the we actual name. We guessed she was Lilith last episode. <laughs> yep, the actual name of Demon Mom. So Lilith so she doesn't live in that creepy ass ballroom. She lives, I think, above the creepy ass ballroom. I, I do think that this fancy dilapidated, dilapidated dining room <laughs> is above the ballroom. I'm. I've never been to New York. <laughs> I've never been to the area around New York because she looks at Manhattan from the distance. So she's yeah, she's in Brooklyn. Yeah, like all the characters on like, the show, like all the characters are. Um. But this is weird. Yeah. Okay. There's. I <laughs> have been to New York. It's like, it's like the um. Oh, what's his name? The 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 guy who killed people at the World's Fair. Oh. Um. The I'm going to tell you the name. The only name that came the to Devil my in mind. The Devil in the White City. The book is written by Eric Larson. The only name that came to my mind was Hunter Hearst Hemsley. No. Which is the full name of Triple H from WWE Wrestling. His name is Holmes. Yes, E.E. E. Holmes. Something like that. It's like... Yeah. yeah. But... Or H.H. something? H.H. Holmes? No, that's crazy. That's why I'm like, it's not triple... It's not, it can't be triple H. Anyway, that guy. This feels like his hotel. Yeah. But see, he owns it and kept building it. Who is building this hotel? And it, it does... It looked like it was it was abandoned in the middle of the Titanic dinner. And like it's... It, it looks like the Titanic after... You know at the end of Titanic when it's on the bottom of the sea yeah. and you have the, the, the view that goes through it and slowly everything. This is what it looked like before everything re... <laughs> turned back to <laughs> re- Titanic. Returned back and Rose met her fling from a thousand years ago. Look, he is a man who changed her. And in a very confusing sequence of events if you remember last episode ended with the owl arriving down in the creepy ass ballroom ballroom no lights there yes so he could remove his owl face and reveal that he's jace and lilith 
could be like, oh, my owl, you're here. Hear some vague monologuing about yeah. stuff. And then I guess she went upstairs. And he followed then Jace her. Ha- no, he got in the... She went upstairs first. Then he got in the elevator <laughs> to go up and then walk into the room where she was looking poignantly out over Manhattan and being like, your city is all very pretty. And, her be- and then finally he's like, hey, I couldn't get the girl... Yeah, I I don't know why she <laughs> left. Well, it it's just a it's a good indication of this show was not made for despite being like every episode picks up exactly where the episode ends, it's not a binge show. No. Like they expect there to be a week in between where hopefully you'll forget that sequence of events. And hopefully no one's making a podcast and paying too much attention to this. Way too much. We've been talking about this way too much. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Jace lets her know, hey, couldn't, or the owl, because he's, like, this entire scene, he's just full on. Like, dead face. Like, dead face. Um, hey, the uh, the girl got away. Remember Morgan? Yeah. When he, 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 uh, he possessed, but they captured. Uh, Lilith is worried about this, though. Yeah, she's not thrilled. As she says, if they can track her possession. They'll figure out it's the, me. They'll, it'll lead back to her. I don't think so, because she does not appear to be a demon who comes to Earth very often. I, here's what, what I'll say. It is it's kind of funky, but at least she explained it. And I think what we were supposed to, like, have a moment of is later when Magnus is like, I mean, if you want to, I can come in and take a look at Morgan. We're supposed to be like... <gasps> Magnus will figure it out. Because I think that's what it would happen. Yeah. Magnus would go in and he'd be like, oh, I, I recognize this, this energy. This magic it's, pattern. It's the same energy from the ley lines. Mm-hmm. So they knew and know those were connected. Whether or not they could use it to track back to her, I don't, I don't know. know. But it would be another piece of information for her enemies to have. A reasonable thing to be concerned Whatever. about. Whatever. Stakes set. But what she's mostly going to talk about in this scene <laughs> what she's is gonna how do... she is Jonathan's mother. Unprompted by... Anything. Anything. She's going to be like, hey, Stonewall man, let me let, let me drop some exposition on you. Look, I know. I know you're all thinking, but Clary's <laughs> mom is Jonathan's mom. How can this be? And Jace is just like, uh... Well, I am Jonathan's mom. Because remember how Jonathan had demon blood? Yes. You thought it was one of the demons you knew. No. No. It was me. It was my blood. So, uh, I guess Valentine asks for her blood, which is... Polite. I, I'm going to say, she is set up to be terribly unreliable. In That's a fun true. way. Yeah. Like, I don't think Valentine... At, like, I think... He got her blood in such a way that she thought was quaint and so said, like, yeah, it's like he asked me for it. Because <laughs> she has forged a connection to this to this boy. angry boy yep. that she never really met. She and loved she, him so much that she that believes that Valentine sent him to her. On purpose. <laughs> <laughs> for love. Yes. And and she believes that, like, she's like, I don't think he ever loved me. Probably because she tortured him mm-hmm. while he was in Edom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it, he proved that he loved her. Because when he was about to die after being stabbed through the spine and the heart at the same time, 
uh, he called out to her. And he would only do that if he loved her and not was just, like, real pissed at the guy who stabbed him in the heart and spine at the same time. He was not even explicitly calling out for her. Like, he could have been calling out for his mother. <laughs> uh, he did the drawing. Oh, he did thing. do the drawing. I forgot about that. Uh, so she is a fun kind of delusional. Yeah, I li- she truly is. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> you know, the show does poorly performing villains very well. Yeah. Because Valentine also, likable, unreliable, not good at his job. Yeah. So she did her Lilithologue. Yep. It's not as good as a monologue. It's almost good. It's Lilithologue. 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 And she ends it by re-saying something we've heard, but it's been completely like just pushed away i think we heard in like the first or maybe the second episode um that she needs specifically 33 disciples mm-hmm. which i guess she needs the blood from 33 people but it does seem like those 33 people kill multiple yeah but only the good people become her b- disciples no, no but but they kill multiple of like it's not like she t- takes one they kill a loved one they go and give their blood Boom, done. They, the ticker goes no, they, up. They keep They keep waiting. doing it. So it both gives you a very definite thing, which is something we talked about earlier. Yeah. I'm like, these, like, whenever you do satanic rituals, having, like, really definite but odd numbers is a, a standard thing. But, like, they do in multiple times, which is weird to me. Like, it makes it both definite but also kind of... Vague? Yeah. Like, how much blood does Jonathan need? <laughs> does it matter if, they, like, one day she gets, like, three new disciples, another day she gets zero? Well, and does it matter if the, if the disciples that she already got are unable to kill more of their loved ones? Do they need to keep doing it every single day or... Is, are at that point, are they just doing some weird upkeep until... Does, does the 33rd Disciple only need to kill one of their loved ones? I guess so. Impossible to say. <laughs> yeah, we the show's not going to gonna tell us that. Yeah, we don't We don't need to dwell on this for half an hour. The uh, show is going to clarify, clarify for us, though, in case we were confused. Yeah. Jace is under a spell. Yes, Jace. Now that you are under the spell, what you need to do is you need to go back to the Institute. And you need to uh, deal with... Morgan. Morgan. So Jace coolly walks into the Institute. And we will meet some random man (laughs) who will appear several times this episode. He's he's introduced in slow motion. (laughs) He's named in a scene he's not in. And then he reappears later Later. like he's a guy we should know. This is Underhill. He's the new head of security. What an insane thing for Alec to do. (laughs) Well, who else is he going to do? Okay, but, like, he, I guess... Who else has he got to pick? I mean, himself. He has to pick himself. There's no one they can trust. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess Underhill he could trust enough. Because, like, obviously Jace is a terrible idea. Oh, it's Jace true. Jace is not a head of security. Jace <laughs> is a soldier in the field. Clary would somehow be worse. <laughs> Izzy, is the, uh, Izzy is the armorer. And I think making her head of security would really start tilting her towards being good at everything. (laughs) But maybe she should have been the head of security instead of the head of weapons. Yeah, both of them are just as much of a fun leap from Forensic she scientist. does forensic science. <laughs> <laughs> at least like is like because of her interest in the Iron Sisters. Yes, that's true. Like, yeah. Uh anyway, so it's too he, bad he, Raj he, sucks. He breezes <laughs> 
anyway. <laughs> and, is an, and is in Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, so Jace breezes past Underhill as Underhill's trying to be like, hey, can I go over some of our... Uh, I want to pick your brain about security things. And as Jace is about to go down into Morgan's cell, uh, Clary taps on the shoulder and completely breaks the trance. Yep. And Jace is very... He's very unhappy. Unhappy because he does not remember how he got home. The last thing he remembers is fighting Jonathan. And I can't... They breeze past this too quickly. I cannot comprehend Clary's response to this. She's like, well, you're very tired. And then he's like, but when I sleep, I have nightmares. And I think they're signs like the night, like the dreams that you had. And she's like, "Mm, no, No, only I can have those. No, but her entire, her entire thing is not based on like, oh, you can't have the prophetic dreams either. It's based on, no, no, but the owl isn't Jonathan. The owl isn't Jonathan. Don't worry. The owl isn't Jonathan. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't fix the fact that he, hallucinated a fight with Jonathan. Yeah, like, Clary, like you need is, to be concerned. Like, that is a... Because she immediately jumps to, is this about the wish? Like, did, did my wish do you bad? And I'm like, I don't... It's not that I need them to dwell for, like, a full hour on the fact that Jace, before he, like, lost time, yeah. was fighting a human being. <laughs> like... It's just as a pertinent question. Yeah, who was he fighting? Who was he fighting? Was he just beating up a random in a back alley? Or was he just beating up, like, was he fighting the air? Was he fighting a hallucination? <laughs> like, like, we know what happened. At that point, he was already starting to, like, get under this spell yeah. that turns him into the owl. But, Claire, you gotta have a bit of curiosity. The, the problem is that she gets shut down immediately when she's like, maybe we should tell someone about... The problem is she phrases it... Maybe we should tell someone about the resurrection and not maybe we should tell someone you hallucinated a fight with your dead half brother. Exactly. Like, let's because, Clary, you don't know anything. So you don't know what has anything to do with the resurrection. Maybe let's tell people that Jace is losing time and hallucinating things. And we'll start there. Stepbrother, not half brother, I guess. Yes. No. No. No, half brother. Half brother. No, no, no. no Valent- stepbrother. Yeah, Valentine's not the dad. No, of- and in no way is either um, Jocelyn or Valentine blood related to Jace. To Jace, correct. So he'd be his stepbrother. Really, he'd be a stranger. But <laughs> he is a stranger. I guess he's an adopted brother. <laughs> I mean, really, he's just his uh, arch enemy. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> It's like that scene from Spaceballs. I'm your brother's, sister's, ex-wife's, cousin's, roommate. What does that make us? Nothing. Nothing. Um, so we're going to go check out Morgan for a while. Yeah. See, Alec is... Alec is dealing with a lot Negotiating? I don't know. He's standing outside the cell just being like, Morgan? Morgan? <laughs> He's talking to her like a dog that picked up like a, a shirt, like... Morgan? Yeah, he, Morgan. he's hoping he can just reason the demon out of her. Come on, Morgan. But she needs to find Sarah. Sarah, who is revealed to be her twin sister that clearly she wants to kill. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, we discover some troubling forensic science news. <laughs> oh, yeah, because remember, the show needs to put science in things. I don't honestly hate this bit of, like, because we already have Valentine doing blood stuff, so there's already, like, this sense of some some scientific nature. Yeah. But apparently... Morgan isn't just, like, possessed by a demon. Her cells 
have become demonic in nature. She's no longer mundane. My favorite part. I mean, this does explain how that other, that first guy, like, cocooned himself into a demon bat. Yeah. Um, but this does imply that they have found the genetic markers for demon. Yeah. <laughs> they, that's they the be, science they've done. They've done science to be like, mm, yes, these are demon cells. <laughs> like, what are demon? Do they have horns on them? What's a demon cell? How is this useful? It's fun. fun. It's a fun information. It just it just has six 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 at the middle of it. Uh, apparently, though, to give us kind of like a timer on things, she's the eleventh mundane in the past two weeks. So so she so they so currently Lilith, Lilith is has, a third of the way there. She's well, she don't they don't have Morgan. Yeah, so but they, yeah, she's about a third of the way yeah. there. Uh, I mean, she but she could quickly replace it because we quickly cut to Luke, who's like, yeah, another missing woman. So. She kind of, <laughs> he doesn't say it, but I do like the idea is he's like, oh, a missing woman? And she's really nice? Like, really nice? Uh-oh. No, she can't be that nice. She volunteers where? <laughs> oh, no. She donated what? Okay. <laughs> we should go find her. So he's going to go deal with that, but Maya is going to interrupt first because Maya immediately has perfect knowledge of how Simon's power works. <laughs> well, she makes... She makes assumptions, which are only these are only fair from people who read are, the book, <laughs> and just I guess kind of have meta knowledge. Um, she's upset about Simon getting kicked out, and she does raise some good points. Of like, hey, the pack is being prejudiced; they're being jerks. Luke just raises better ones. Mm-hmm. Where, A, you say his power only flares up when people are trying to hurt him. We don't know that. We don't that. know that. We and literally don't. B, Maya, we can't stop people from trying to hurt him. Have you met Simon? You like, her 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 response to him, like, when he's like, what do you want me to do? She's like, tell them not to be prejudiced assholes. And he's like, what do you think I've been doing? I, like, do you have any suggestion for me to do beyond... Tell them not to, because I told them not to last time. <laughs> and they did it anyway. And she does have this idea where she's like, it do- It seems like she might not care if someone takes a swing at Simon and dies. Yep. Because, they well, they it. attacked him. And I'm like, if a child keeps trying to walk into traffic, the answer to that should not be, well, let him get hit by a car. He'll figure it out. Like... Luke is trying his best. Well, like, Luke these are... make, makes a very compelling point yeah. that um, this type of change, and it is an interesting scene because this is a scene between two black actors yes. from 2017 yeah. and would maybe play very differently today. Mm-hmm. But Luke makes a point that I think a lot of people have like butted up against over the past seven years, yeah. that this type of change, which for the Shadowhunters is thousands of years old yeah but you know in society is also there yeah takes time and open minds and luke doesn't have access to either of those things <laughs> yeah so he's like trying to make his best choice right now and like also simon does need to deal with his stuff and simon- <laughs> like he can't live in the boathouse forever and i'm not saying that means luke should kick him out like you know a parent being like you're on your own now but, like, also, Simon should get a job. He's a daywalker. Yeah, that never comes up. It never comes up that maybe Simon should get a job. Like, he's ve- in very good control of his vamp power. Vamp 
high. Yeah, I, I, their I under, powers. Yeah, there I, go. Oh I understand God. his like some fears of like, oh, when, like, like where he lives. Like, oh, I gotta make sure I do this. I'm like, obviously, I still have to be careful. But like, I don't know, man. It know, feels dude. like you could do a few. You have the problem with other vampires is they can't go out work during the daytime. During the daytime, but Simon could just like bring a Contigo. Like, or what they, yeah, Contigo container yeah. of blood with him. And like in normal workplaces, no one is taking your Contigo container and being like, oh, give me some of your water, guy. <laughs> That's just not how humans work. I'm just thinking that is also, I mean, that would be a fun little experience. <laughs> um, it's also never fully explained to us where Simon gets his blood from. Because it's like, is Raphael still? Raphael's a big softie. I bet he secretly is. I don't think he is. He just had, like, the, like, I don't think the Institute's doing it. I thought, I kind of thought Luke was. So maybe Luke still is? Well, I mean, there is a reveal later that's very clear. The, the, the point that I want to get with is that all Maya brings up is like, hey, tell them. Yeah, you, you, you tell them to be nice to Simon. And it's just, I don't get how, like, how does he think that would, it's not like, like Luke's gonna come and be like, "Hey guys!" And he grabs a chair and he puts a chair backwards and he puts on a hat and he puts his hat on backwards. And he puts on like a, a coat. And he puts his coat on backwards and just go like, "Don't be racist!" Like that's not how the that's not how the problem's gonna get solved. I know, but it's hard for Maya because a she's young and b her mind has been yeah. changed. Like her president, her prejudices have been changed over the past three <laughs> yeah, weeks. It is so she doesn't see is, why other people can't do that. It is, she does have a bit of hey. I was a jerk, and now I'm less of a jerk. To be her jerk, this was towards Shadowhunters, which is a bit more uh, deserved. Speaking of jerks, Heidi is just sprinting through downtown, just looking for some blood. And oh, thank goodness, there's a mobile blood bank just wrapping up for the night, so no yeah. one's around. Yeah, except for unfortunately, the Leo. blood guy, Leo. And well, she does get the blood from the bank. She wants more, and so Leo gets clearly bit. Very bit. Very bit. Very bit. All right. Speaking of Simon. Simon's been living in his car, and he gets a ticket for parking in a turning lane. Simon, I... go to a parking lot, dude. Why are you in the turning lane? Look, <laughs> what? they constantly give little things to Simon that just make me go, He's an what idiot. What like, <laughs> like, he shouldn't be, because he's going through a lot. But he always comes off a bit entitled. Right? Like, yeah, why didn't you park anywhere but a turn lane? Well, and, like, I know that at least in Calgary, we have lanes that, like, at nighttime are parking lanes and in daytime become turning lanes. But, like, there are other places he can park. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I've never been to New York. Here's what I think. And I've never been a vampire. I don't know what it's like <laughs> to be a vampire. They do seem to imply that, like, vampires. I mean, he literally slept in a in a canoe yeah and he he made some motions about how like it wasn't super comfortable but like i don't know i don't know i feel like if i was a vampire yeah i would just sleep anywhere like i would go find a fun rooftop he doesn't have to worry about the sun coming up and burning. Like, does he get cold? Does he get hot? Like, what are his... He's only been a vampire for three weeks. He remembers the comforts <laughs> of of his youth. Yeah, he stays in his van. So um, we get, like, a lot of 
fake exposition over a phone call between him and Clary, who he is calling Frey for some reason this episode. He always calls her Frey. I've never noticed him doing it this much. I think it's because he says her name so much. I don't know. I don't know why he has to say it so much time. But no, he Frey is even when they were dating, he called her Frey. Uh, yeah, he he clarifies he can't stay home because he still has problems with the whole time when Raphael had to encanto his mom because she found him eating a rat. Now he also raised the point where it's like it's at home. It's harder to hide like. A bunch of blood sacks and yeah. the fact that he doesn't eat human food. So, yeah, you know what? Yeah, fair enough. Decent point. Um, Clary offers him to come live in the – or to ask Alec if he can live in the Institute. Oh, Clary, you already know the answer to that. You know the answer to that a million times. Magnus doesn't even live in the Institute, Clary. <laughs> I mean, Magnus has a better house. That's true. Uh, but, uh, like, I don't – like, even if Alec is like, yeah, that's fine, he shouldn't live in a place where he, he's much more likely to get kicked out of the Institute at, like, the first sign of – any problem than he is from the boathouse. Mm-hmm. So, but she's like, he, he's like, no, no, no I'll, I'll, I'll just get a place. And they bring up the point that, that we brought up, which is that he doesn't have a job. So, it's unclear how he's going to like afford this. It. But, but fortunately, he's going to trip a bike messenger off of his bike. Yeah, he does just step out into the street. Yes. Which is bold for a guy who, if a car hit him, I think he would just disintegrate the driver. Yeah, he would destroy the car. <laughs> some real male privilege there. Yeah, but instead, uh, fortunately, this uh, bike messenger uh, avoids him, and he's a cool guy. It's, this is really just a cool, cool meet cute. Oh, it's true. <laughs> With- Simon feels so bad. He offers this cute bike messenger a ride to yep. the place where he has to drop off his thing. Yep, and this is... Kyle. And Kyle's Australian. Yeah. He's cute. Uh, He also played Monkey in the New Adventures of Monkey? Huh. Uh, Journey to the West adaptation. Anyway, uh, so Alec uh, is going to send Jace and Clary after this whole rogue vampire, Heidi. He doesn't know it's Heidi. Yeah, but he knows that the vampire's doing some nonsense. Um, And Clary's like, no, Jace is tired. I will bring Izzy. Please ask me no further questions. Thank you. Jace has been chasing the owl for 24-7. And all I can think back to is it wasn't like the episode before Jace was the one freaking out about the owl. Izzy was the one working 24-7 to find the owl. Well, no, remember that scene where Jace was like doing it in the middle of the night and Clary was like, why are you awake? I know. And he was like, I'm looking for Jonathan. It's just funny how that was Izzy's thing. <laughs> and then Jace picked it up. But, <laughs> but Clary only cared when it was Jace. It's true. Well, you know, she, she was on a date with Jace when Izzy was doing it. Can't tell Alec that Jace is losing time. Yeah, no, she hallucinating. She, she has reason to be like, yeah, maybe Jace needs to take a nap. And Alec's like, okay, Claire, you have to tell me what's going on. Come on, I look the pair. The, the parapetite ruin disappeared. Clary, the ruin. Don't stop gaslighting me. And Clary's like, do nope. she doesn't gaslight him. She's just being like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. No. Uh, so off on. they go. You tell me something's wrong with him, right? And Clary's like, <gasps> I'm going to go on a mission with Izzy. Bye. Uh, we need to spend a bit more time with Simon and, and Kyle. Kyle. The perfect Australian roommate who his roommate just moved out. And he just, just needs someone to move oh, in. He's and he he's like he likes guitars and he has No no a, he doesn't like guitar but he owns a guitar. No because he's bad at playing it. Oh 
Okay, because he he mentions playing Stairwell to Heaven. Yeah. So he likes guitars. He doesn't know how to play. He's got a cool one. Uh, he is too perfect. He is too perfect, Simon. Be afraid. <laughs> and if this is anyone other than Simon, like this character is set up to be one of two things. He's set up to be a setup for Simon, or he's set up to be like punished because of Simon in some way. Yep. Like, he was either going to die at the end of this episode or be revealed to be the big bad. Um. Also, his apartment, it's rent-controlled. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, when Simon was like, oh, I don't really know, you could see Kyle be like, uh, uh, it's also rent-controlled. Like, he's just trying. <laughs> he's trying so hard. <laughs> it's rent-controlled. And there's like hot women who live in this, and also the the walls uh, leak gravy onto your pancakes in the morning. Do you like gravy on pancakes? I don't know. I don't know. What do we do in Australia? Whatever you like, it, it has it. <laughs> there's shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Why'd your Australian accent leave when you said that? What are you saying? What? No. Uh, so. Back Simon has something. Simon has some things to think yeah. about, but he also has some things to think about. Jace. He's sitting at his thinking piano, staring at himself in the mirror and being like, <laughs> "Dragged a mirror. Am I? What am I?" The the options of this are one of two. One, he always has a standing mirror next to his piano while he plays. Or two, he walked into that room, grabbed a standing mirror, dragged it to the piano so he could stare into his eyes and think about time. And Alec, Just normal Jace things. So Alec walks into this room and is like, uh-huh, is someone <laughs> please going to tell me what's going on? Yeah, Alec, I, my head get is that Alec has walked by four times, just like, oh, okay, I'm still doing it. Hey, buddy, why are you, why are you weird? <laughs> I see you're staring at yourself in a mirror. Well, I also see that for some reason you pulled the footage of yourself entering the Institute this morning. You wanted to watch yourself walk in in slow motion. What's up, dude? What's up? <laughs> What's happening? And Jay's like, nothing, nothing happening. And then we get... The wildest thing that has ever happened. Maybe not ever. Pretty wild things happen on the show. It's, It's a... It's a choice. So, Jace has had many parents throughout his life. But he has two, two blood parents mm-hmm. and a blood angel. And we are we are about to have their history get all kind of muddled. Okay, so as we know, Valentine stole baby Jace out of Celine's uterus. Yes. Now... I that's all I thought about. I'm like, oh yes, Valentine stole baby Jace from Celine. Obviously, bang, bang, boom. That's what happened. Killed Steven. Boom. That's what's going on. Yeah. Um, I I did not go back to listen to that to that scene. No, because I was, could not be bothered to well, do it. Because like it didn't matter. He stole Valentine stole a baby from uh, this woman. Well, and also, out of this woman. So Alec, the institute always believed that Celine killed herself. I guess. Yes. Yeah. So Alec decided to do some digging into Jace's medical history. Yeah, so, but he begins by saying, remember when Valentine told us your mother committed suicide? And this immediately put my hand to spiral because I'm like, no, 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 no. Valentine killed your mom and stole you. That's, it I think, known. I think he made some coy, like, oh, Celine, she was in such pain and I, 
helped her by stealing a baby, which felt like a cover for I murdered a woman and stole, stole her, her angel baby. baby. But what will get set up this episode is no, she did kill herself. And then I guess Valentine just happened to be nearby. Okay, if Valentine injected her baby with angel blood in her uterus, which he did do. Uh, There's so much here, like changing it so that she did legitimately like kill herself. And Valentine just. What was in the neighborhood? So the reason that this comes up is because the show, I guess, wants to address mental illness. Oh, this is very a special episode moment. And they'll keep hitting this special episode moment. It is undercut by the fact that we already know that he is the owl. Yeah. Like, it's hard to do this sincere conversation about mental health and how it can be hereditary and the way that people are dealing with it. When, when you like, know we already that he know that he is under he, a spell. Yeah, what he's going through. And, like, just so y'all know, like, again, this is a TV show invention. Yeah. It seems unnecessary. And they're, like, <laughs> hamstrung, again, by the fact that Jace has to be helping the other side. Because that's, like, a part of the books they want to get well, to, I and guess. It's, and it's just super weird thing to be to change from Valentine very clearly killing her to take her baby to to her to that not happening it'll get weirder to go on but it mo- mostly this is just alec being like hey uh her mom was dealing with some mental illness stuff and that is hereditary and jake's like no that's not what's happening i'm just tired i just care too much oh, oh. so he Ooh. goes off uh um so we're gonna cut to the first of several scenes between clary and izzy where izzy tries to get information about jace and then clary's like but what about your life oh clary spins it uh expertly so Claire and Izzy investigating the blood donation van. Uh, and, yeah, they talk about Jace. They chat about this whole doctor guy that's trying to text Izzy. You remember the doctor yeah. guy? You remember the doctor guy? Izzy yeah. regrets giving him her phone number. She did, so he would be quiet. It should have just been invisible. Just going to say. Yeah. Um, but that's what that's where that kind of ends off because they find Leo, the guy. The, the blood bank guy. The blood bank guy's coat. Uh, and he and they can't track him, which <gasps> means he's dead. Ooh. But there's no body. Where is he? Let's try to find a body. Let's just wander so, <laughs> New York. <laughs> I'm. Yeah, they do go to a vamp to like I guess a vamp fan dealer. Yeah, I don't. I don't know I, what that is. I don't know. They are just wandering until something happens. So we'll check back in with them. Later, Because first, we're going to go see Maya, who is at her job at the Hunter's Moon, trying to convince Simon to take the apartment. It's just her her chastising him, being like, hey, it's a good apartment. Okay, so he makes a lot of dumb excuses. But what I took from this scene is she says to him, we can't hook up at the Jade Wolf. (laughs) And does Maya live at the Jade Wolf? Where does Maya live? (laughs) It is... Never mentioned where her apartment is. Does this, she live I, in that Chinese food restaurant? I hear, you know what? Considering the amount of time she just appears there, like, I don't know. I assume she had an apartment. She is the only person other than Luke. She's the only downworlder other than Luke yeah. that we see have a normal like mundane job. Yeah. Even though, yes, she's working at like a werewolf bar. But she works at a bar. She works at a bar. So she doesn't need to live in a weird Chinese food restaurant. Like Magnus 
Magnus has a job, but it is a downworlder job. He yeah. does, even though he does it for money, mon- like mon- mundane also money, for, also for mundane people sometimes. But like, this well, is not I, important. It, it, but like, I just went down a thought spiral when she said we can't hook up at the Jade Wall. I was like, yeah, no kidding, that's a restaurant. Yeah, I think the answer is she does live there, which meant they used to be like roommates. Well, not no, roommates, he neighbors. Yeah, he used to be neighbors. I don't know. Which is funny because they only ever talked at the Hunter's Moon before right. they started dating. <laughs> Despite the fact that, that she lived like three meters from But like them. I don't understand where she could live. Well, now I'm trying to picture the Jade Wolf. Is it more Above than one it, story? Probably. No, I no, it's not. But <laughs> is the building more than one story though? I don't think it is. I think it's a warehouse. Anyway. Uh so yeah, she's like, hey, move into, you should move into Kyle's apartment, and I guess he'll agree to it off screen, because the next time we see him, he's gonna be moving into the apartment. Speaking of the Jade Wolf, Jace has called Luke to meet him at the Jade Wolf, and Luke <laughs> is concerned about this. Yeah, he's like, Why are you talking to me? What is Never, happening? What's happening? But he doesn't want his uh he doesn't want his werewolf brain. No, and he, he doesn't, doesn't want, want his Clary cla- brain. He doesn't want his Clary Dad's brain. He wants his, you were used to be a shadow hunter, so you knew every shadow hunter brain. Well, I mean, Celine was in the circle and Luke was in the circle, yeah. so. Um, so he's like, hey, I heard my mom had psychosis. And the, Luke essentially explains stuff yes. that does sound a lot like what Jace is doing. Mm-hmm. That she saw hallucinations. She talked, talked to, to herself. Um, apparently, though, the only time, like the only thing that could help, help her, her was when Steven was around. Which, considering we learn later that the thing that keeps breaking, J- or one of the things yeah. that keeps breaking Jace's uh, trance is, is Clary. Clary, seems to imply she was also under a demon spell, doesn't it? And I'm... not has had psychosis? Oh my god, Kevin, she was totally under a spell when Valentine's... Valentine was doing the, the experiments on her stomach. Like, like This is insane. <laughs> but it's weird that they're all like, oh, that she committed suicide. And everyone's just like, oh, Valentine said she committed suicide. Well, it's not like Valentine's noted for being a liar. And, like, we know that the reason that Jace has <laughs> angel powers is because Valentine did experiments on him when he was in utero. Honest, honestly, I would, if, if because not, not with the knowledge of Lilith, I would wonder if the demon blood or with the angel blood injections are doing something to me. Because they, because she was being injected with, de- with angel blood. Yeah. And then he has angel blood. So I would draw that connection before I drew, I mean, the mental illness one. Mostly because it's just a magical world. This part confuses me, though. So Stephen, her husband, yeah. that calmed her. And then after Stephen died, she wore his ring now, all I the time. could have sworn that Stephen died at the same time as her. Or he, very close. N- here's the thing. I he did this. I feel like it's a straight up retcon because also that means how long did she carry the ring for? Like, yeah, like because she Jace is Steven's son. Yeah. So this means she for maximum eight, nine months. Yeah. And it's also known that Valentine killed Steven now. No, but it was known that Valentine killed Steven before because it that's was why known Her- before that's why Harry but Dale maybe hated it wasn't discovered he killed Stephen until later this, this is insane why are they so bad at what valentine does like <laughs> this 
somehow Jace's parents got wrapped up into the nonces of them trying to figure out what Valentine does. Especially because, like, they have source material to work from. And are the books perfect? No. But, like, there's a timeline there. And they're just, like, doing their own stuff and not making their own timeline. I'm a thousand percent sure that that what they said is that he killed both Steven and Celine at the same time and then stole her baby. Once again, he told it in such a way that made him seem blameless, but that's what he does. He he legitimately had a demon kill Jocelyn and he then he later he stabbed Jace in the back potentially through the spine and heart at the <laughs> he same time. He knows how to do it. He knows how to do it and he taught it to his boys. Uh <laughs> And he still made it sound like he was blameless. This is the this is the picture perfect copy of the cult situation from Riverdale, where a group or a person who was set up by the show to, to be, be known liars, yeah, untrustworthy, to be unreliable, to be actively trying to trick a character. Says something. But, but one thing they say, you should have assumed that was the truth. Truth all along. That one was true. The rest of the stuff. Just lies. But that one, without us indicating to you, that is the one you should have believed. <sighs> all right, let's move on to something that will be less enraging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heidi is busy creeping around the boathouse, touching yep. all Simon's things, because she loves him so much. <laughs> and Simon just, I guess, left his stuff there. I guess he's going to. He, he just took what he could fit in the van. Yeah. Uh, however, Raphael does find her, but unfortunately, she's all hopped up on uh, that new blood, fresh blood. And so she clowns him and then drugs him. Ooh. <laughs> Bad time for Raphael. Uh, Simon has arrived home with uh, Kyle. his new apartment. He's got his mini blood fridge and he's like, I'm really particular about my food, so don't Kyle, touch my fridge. Kyle's like, cool. Your things are your things. Hey. You have a girlfriend Let or me a know. date? Tell me before the girl comes over so I don't hear sex. So, you know, he's really being like, I am a cool roommate. Cool hey, roommate. But hey, his limp is gone. And the <laughs> fact that it's pointed out is important. Is, is important because if it wasn't, he would, Simon would not have mentioned it. So finally, finally, we get some Magnus this episode. Yes. Alex uh, has he doesn't have a thinking he doesn't have a thinking piano but he can ponder at the city from Magnus's windows which has a I think he's neighbors with Lilith <laughs> they have a very similar view they do uh, but he's uh he's upset that he can't help Jace he's just generally very upset he's generally very stressed out he yeah. finally is like can't think about Jace gotta think about the owl gotta read these books <laughs> he did bring. A bunch of research books to Magnus's house, but then gets like when Magnus is like, okay, maybe I should can, just can help I have you with like, this. No, I, I, you don't have to always help me. Like you brought the books to your boyfriend's house <laughs> you and you started reading them in the middle of a conversation. You know what? It's hard for Alec. <laughs> He's not used to asking for help. And this is where Magnus offers that he maybe I can try to help with Morgan. It, it does sound like Alec was like, no, you should. And I'm like, no, he definitely should. But Alec is but, not, you know, Alec, I think, does get a lot of shit from other Shadowhunters for like. But like, that's the entire point of the Accords. Yeah, I know. But the Shadowhunters suck at the Accords. <laughs> anyway, Magnus is like, babe, you're going to eat some food. And then you're going to let me help you because we get through bad things together. Yeah. That's a relationship. 
Yeah, and I think this is the moment where we're supposed to be like, oh, he could detect Lilith's stuff on stuff. Uh, meanwhile, Izzy and Clary still doing some more walking around. They're looking at, I guess, I think Yin Fen dealer, just a bunch of yeah. people. And now Clary's like, don't talk to me about Jace. How about I talk to you about Raphael? Yeah, time to bring up Raphael for some Reasons. reason. And, and then Izzy gives a very weird response, mm-hmm. which it's like the show wanted to be like, everyone she's ever been with only used her for sex. But they didn't. She did have emotional relationships with them. So they do a thing where they're like, well, sex was a part of the other relationships I was in. But with Raphael, he likes all of me. I mean, the problem we had is that her being kind of like part, like her being female Jace, like her being party girl out on like out on the streets was only there for like three episodes. Yeah. And the one person we saw her sleeping with was... um, Meliorn. Meliorn, who she was using to get information, which means she was using sex to get information from him. Yeah. Again, the show has, like, come up with an idea and just, like, not fleshed the, it out. Izzy, Izzy fades through storylines and plot and arcs, like, and then, like, she'll pop in and be like, remember, this is sort of a thing that I'm about. And it's being like, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's what what your thing is but anyway the show is also not that interested in this because suddenly suddenly their plot gets kick-started while they've been walking clary has just been like for funsies just trying to track the lab coat over and over well she brings up well maybe he was being maybe he's being kept over water which doesn't make it weird when she's like oh i can track him he's not dead and then they both kind of realize at the same time my god He's not dead yet because he's a vampire. Well, like, but you just said earlier, if he was over water, he also could not be tracked. Yeah. Well. So it's a weird pivot, but you know what? You get out there. But we don't know where he is right now yeah. because instead we're going to watch Heidi, who has decided to super torture Raphael. Yeah. Um. She has stripped him of all of his clothing, which seems unnecessary. Well, I mean, the clothing does protect you from the sun. Not that. Not if you're a vampire. I've watched a lot of vampire things. I think, this one, I think in this one, I think this one, they apply to like, yeah, that'd be poof. the clothing to protect you from the sun. Uh, but yeah, so she's got him stripped down to his underwear, chained up uh, on the roof, and we get a bit of Heidi's history. Heidi is Dark Bella. Yep. She is someone who went to a went to a bleeder den. And really wanted to be. She always felt like she should be a vampire. Because no one loves her. There's like little references to like a stepfather and her mom saying every scumbag gets his day. Yeah. She, I think, I'm going to say this. Cassandra Clare did not do this on purpose. The show did not do this on purpose. I don't believe they did this on purpose. But she does come off as Dark Bella Swan. You want to know <laughs> something about Heidi? Yeah. Not. Not a character. Not, yeah, this is not a can- Cassandra Clare Original. Well, I also don't think the, the the TV show did it either. I don't think they're doing it on purpose. There is there's a character named Maureen. Yeah. Not Simon's bandmate. Maureen's yeah. like a little like fangirl, like a 14 year old who follows mm. his band around. Yeah. And she tries to kiss Simon. It's not creepy because he's 16. Yeah. And he bites her a little bit, and then he gets scared and he runs away. And then some other vampire finds Camille. Camille yeah. finds her, drives her real insane, turns her into a vampire, and then insane, insane Maureen. Basically steals the New York cl- uh, clan okay. 
from Camille <laughs> and makes the vampires do very bad things. And then I think Simon has to kill her. Fun 14-year-old. So uh, a very different. Yeah. So Heidi says that's like, oh, you told me the story. You stole me from the morgue to, resur- to, to resurrect me. And I'm like, well, doesn't that make Raphael your sire? No, he didn't bite her. All he did was bury her. Yeah. The... Would make Ra- that would make Raphael Simon sire and Camilla Simon sire, because Raphael also buried Simon in the earth to resurrect him. I thought Clary did that. Raphael did it with her. He told her how oh, to do right. it. Don't yeah, you remember? Did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just just this this whole thing with the vampire. Like, so she was somehow she was been by we. Okay, I think I don't think Simon is her sire in any way, shape, or form. She just has really. She, she just really, remembers him. Yeah. Okay. She's she's just imprinted on him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Soul from the Mortal Resurrector. She's obviously upset because he did that entirely to use her as an experiment. Yeah. For yeah, uh, daylighters. Uh, so she's gonna let him burn in the sun. Fun. But before we see that happens. Um, Jace has just been wandering New York City, and he stumbles upon the place where he was supposed to meet Lilith, while he is not under the spell. Yeah, I guess. Is that, <laughs> is that the, is he, he's, they were going to meet there? I thought she I just so. followed him. I thought she just found him. No, I think, I think it's a meeting place. But why would the meeting place? Why would she be following him? Because <laughs> She's she... powerful. Her servants come to her. <laughs> well, because he didn't come to her. He's like, oh, I guess I got to find this guy. There is no way on earth that Lilith would follow Jace around. (laughs) Well, he's there, and he, uh, whose ring has he been wearing? His dad's wedding ring. Right. I don't remember. It's the Harrydale ring. Right. Uh, He got it from the Inquisitor. Well, so he, uh, he tears it off because it reminds him of his mom, I guess, uh, but then, obviously, Lilith arrives, and she kind of swaps him out for the owl. Yeah. Uh, and we learned that, yeah, the, the he couldn't, he didn't finish his mission because Clary. Because he, Clary, he loves Clary so much, and so she can break him out of his spell. Yeah, he loves Clary more than he loves Lilith, and Lilith's like, oh, that, why does, she, why does Lilith call her Clarissa? <laughs> why does she do that? <laughs> because she knows Valentine, <laughs> I guess. But then she calls her Clary later. She, in one moment, just decided to give her, like, the angry mom full name, Clarissa. Ooh, you you broke the spell over my demon boy. I guess in some ways, Clary's like her stepdaughter. <laughs> no, once again, they're strangers. Anyway, uh, Simon's got to go get, not Simon, Jason's got to go get the Morgan back. And, and Lilith will take Claire, gotta will deal take with Clary. care of Clary, that... which is not going to work for her the way she hopes. I mean, she... Claire is apparently the only reason why she can only control Jace, Jace while he's asleep. asleep. But she can also put a spell on him to make him fall asleep. I, I think I think the idea... No, I, I, yes, I'm just saying that this yeah. is not as big of an issue as she thinks it is. <laughs> it is It is when she has to be constantly around and finding him, like, oh, come on, go back to sleep again. Uh, uh, so back to the rooftop, Raphael's trying to free himself. Yeah. He's saying that he's so sorry for doing his daylighter experiments. He just wanted to make everyone a daylighter because he loves all of his vampire friends so much. You want you want to be part of a family, Heidi? Heidi Heidi's want a like, family? no, families suck. No. That makes me want to burn you more. Ooh, ooh. And then she reveals that she turned a mundane, which Clary and Izzy find in the basement. Immediately. Immediately, which... 
I was actually confused that this was the basement of the building she put Raphael. Yeah, Why would she do that? That's a weird choice. <laughs> Why would he's, she do that? Kevin, he's just very loyal to her. I think, I so. think he followed her. Well, no, because they find the hole in the basement that he tore out of. Yeah. I think Heidi's just not... Good at being a vampire. Well, being a villain. I think she's just fine at being a vampire. Uh, she's not that good at it. Well, she's fine at being, like, the non-accords vampire. <laughs> Um, so he's very, very loyal, but yeah. luckily, Clary also knows how to stab someone through the spine, but she stabs him through the spine into the mouth, not the spine into the heart. I know we're supposed to be, like, we are supposed to feel sad for him because he is that. I feel sad for him even as he's brought up as a vampire because, like, Clary knows that once someone, when you first wake up the vampire, you are n- almost uncontrollable. It happened yeah. to Simon as well. Um, and he doesn't even know Shadowhunters exist. He, yeah. he just thinks these are two random people that appeared. That he can eat. And he's like, oh, I'm a vampire. So, I don't know. I think about Leo from yeah, time to time. May- maybe they should have brought some blood with them. Swung by a blood bank. Had a couple bags that they could throw in his face. Yeah. Maybe he could have been a friend. Yeah. His wife wants money to buy shoes. That's what we know about him. Yeah. Uh, so, they go upstairs and they, uh, they do get uh, Raph off. His foot is like... He's uh, very burning. Yeah. Uh... Well, because they hear him and then, or they hear us screaming mm-hmm. and then they get to the door and, oh no, I guess Heidi barred the door. I don't know how or when she did that. Uh, she did and then jumped off the side. Um, but when Izzy recognizes the voice as Raphael, that's what gives her the power she needs to bust <laughs> that door open. <laughs> I like the idea that she has two different gears. She's like, we got to save this person and we got to save this person I know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe you should have done it before. Uh, but they, they're they asked Ralph what happened, and he just full-on lies. Well, he's he does, you know, say, I thought I could take care of the vampire my, by myself. True. Yeah. And he says, she overpowered me. True. true. And then they say, who is it? And he says, oh. oh. <laughs> Half-truths. Uh, so Jace, in his owl uh, persona, mm-hmm. he... Takes out all the tech in the institute. Well, because this new head of security, Underhill, he just... He, thought, didn't, did, he didn't get the opportunity to talk to Jace. This is our third scene of Underhill. <laughs> a guy who might reappear, I don't know. Well, at a certain point, he's like, I got to manually override it. And, and I thought he was like, going to run down and get killed by the owl, yeah, right? Yeah, but instead he just opens a panel on the floor. And, and then, then later... Ten, eventually- ten minutes later, <laughs> when Clary and Magnus and... Uh, Alec all appear in the Institute. They see this is th- still going on. Yeah. They see that what Ow- the owl had done is he'd gone down to Morgan's cell and just Latins at her and until he- she dies. Yeah, I thought he chanted her to death. He chanted her to death. She goes flying to the wall and she is dead. Um, but you know who doesn't respect the rules of life and death? Magnus. I, no, I don't think he brings her back to life. No, because she's not actually dead. Yeah, so like that is... That is legitimately interesting. Like, was he supposed to kill her? Like, this is kind of a twist. The idea yeah. is like, hey, he's supposed to kill her. He just unpossesses her. And I wonder if that's supposed to be like Jace a bit of Jace through. breaking through. Is that mm-hmm. instead he just unpossessed her rather than... So she's back. She has no idea what... She also lost time, I guess. You know, it is wild. I just want to say that, like, there's... I know they're shadow extras and they're not real people. Mm. But, like, everyone knows there's a prisoner in the basement of the Institute. Why is someone not going down there when there is a technology glitch that takes out all of their tech, including one would assume the lock on the door? It does seem like they have what's much like how Izzy had different gears on. I got to save a person and I got to save a person I know. They're like, we have a prisoner and like, we have an important prisoner. Yeah. 
Like if like if it's Valentine, I mean that is how we do things. We do have different levels of security, but it does seem like if when you have one prisoner, mysterious, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, when a problem happens, you might just be like, someone should go check on her. That's why Underhill's new. He didn't get the training from Jace. The only people who are concerned enough Un- are Clary and Alec and Magnus. Underhill's gonna get fired. He really is. Uh. So if you noticed, Izzy wasn't really involved in that. Hmm. Mm, that's because Izzy is instead following Raphael. Yeah, she, she went to the mort home. into the basement. Basement where Raph's like trying to clean up his experiments. Now it does appear that she got there before him. <laughs> Because I don't think anything he's cleaning up is, like, damning enough for her to know exactly what he was doing. Yeah. She just... But she knew he was lying. Kind of knew exact. Well, she knew it because, like, what what Heidi did to you, that was clearly revenge. And she just... She seems to somehow know that he was doing daylighter experiments. Yeah. Like, like did he have a journal? Like, a scientific journal that she read? I don't know. The th- So this scene is weird because it feels like a payoff for something that never happened. Mm-hmm. Like, w- yes, we had a lot of Izzy and Raph stuff, but not for a while. Not for a long like, time. Didn't this feel like there should be a moment where Izzy and Raph like, got back together? Oh, yes. And like, maybe there's a chance, maybe there's hope. And then she discovers this and she's like, no, I have to make a choice. Instead. She like, like he was a nothing for the second half of last season. So I guess what happened was last episode, his sister died and she said, I'll go to the funeral. And that's the thing we're supposed to. The problem is that it's not close enough. It needed to happen this episode. Yeah. Like you're doing a TV show. It needed to happen. We need to have this episode. The idea that Izzy and Raph, when it, when they were talking, they should have, we should have had a scene with them earlier. Then when she's talking with Clary, she should have been. And talk about Raphael more than the doctor. Yeah. She should have been more like, like, yeah, maybe there is a chance. She, but her talk with her earlier was very non-committal. Like, I do like Raph, but obviously it's never going to work out. Because and... we're drugs to each other. Mm-hmm. And so he says that he did this because he wanted a piece of his old life back. He wanted to be normal. Obviously. And Izzy should have known that. But Izzy brings up a good point, which is like, yeah, but you did this to someone else for you to have gain. Like, Raphael could have experimented on himself. Well, and there would be an interesting argument where he's like, yeah, but this was a person who was going to be dead and I, like, you know, brought them back to life. Like, there, this could be a nuanced argument instead of just two people crying at each other. <laughs> yeah. Though I, I though I don't think we, like, I don't know if we necessarily needed a nuanced argument. It is a very interesting situation he was, he was doing and he was uh, interacting with and there's also this idea of, like, how much, what, how much is he pretending it's for everyone else and how much is it just him wanting it himself and what happened. And after Rosa died, like... Why didn't he stop? I think he did stop. Well, there was no time. He... That's, he Rosa died. He went out with Simon. Yeah, then he Heidi. He got thrown into the thing, and then Heidi escaped by the time So he we back. never got it clear if he was going yeah. to stop after that anyways. Um, but anyway. The, the, the main point is, like, the emotional moment between these two characters just kind of falls flat, because, like... Because Izzy loves him so much that she's not going to report him to the clave. He just needs to leave New York. You need to get out of New York. Um, Never come back. Izzy, that seems like a terrible choice because Raphael is literally the only thing keeping the New York vampires in check. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can just kick out the head. Like, there's no way it's not going to, like, who's going to, he's got to put someone You know who's going to take over? Heidi. Heidi's going to take over. Oh, no. And then they're all going to be bloodthirsty. Izzy. I think at least keep him around so he can clean up his own mess. Yeah. 
but that's not good. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Well, let's talk more about vampires. Simon and Kyle, Kyle are playing Ninten- Super Nintendo. I didn't look at the remotes, but yes. Um, so, yeah, they're hanging out, and like, then Kyle gets a phone call. A mysterious phone call. He's like, oh, man, our stoner neighbor's locked up. Better oh, go let him in. Go. It's not a stoner la- neighbor, Aaron. It's Luke. Luke's just calling to check in on Simon. So first you're like, oh, Kyle's part of Luke's. I, I guess he's part of the pack, and like Luke called in a favor, but then Kyle's like, don't call me anymore. The Praetor has him now. He's not your problem now, Luke. The Praetor <laughs> has him. Ooh. Like, what? More <laughs> what werewolf just, things, wait, I guess. Wait, what? What just happened? Uh, Jace uh, wakes up in his bed, and he's, once again, he's lost time, so he's... Very upset about this when, when Clary comes. Tells in. Clary about this, and he's very close to asking for help. Oh, very close, but not quite yet. Do you yes. know who is going to ask for help, though? Lilith has decided that the way to deal with Clary, I think, is to use Magnus's magic. Yeah, she's going to contract. She. I don't think she knows the connection between Magnus I, and Clary. I don't think so either. And I'm very excited. I actually really like that Lilith came to this city, has no information on anything going on at all outside of her sphere. Yeah. And is constantly infuriated when anything else comes in there. Like, I think she honestly arrived thinking, I'll do this. I'll get this done with. It's going to be fine. And she's so frustrated that, like, she has to interact with mundanes. So I love that she's just like, oh, I found, like, the... The, the warlock ex, for the, hire. The head warlock of Brooklyn. Not ex, anymore. Well, yeah, but she probably took one look at that magician guy. That's true. Was like, like, nope. No, you're a magician. <laughs> I'm going to go see the original uh, head warlock. I'm going to see a warlock. <laughs> you have fun with your card tricks. And I'm just delighted to see this go wrong because yeah. I, we love a bumbling villain on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She She's trying her best. She's trying her best. Yes, Kevin. So this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic tried to chant a lady to death, but instead they just chanted her into not demon? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, I did. And this is something that I've been like thinking about for the past several episodes. Yeah. And I just have to point out, the person who plays the owl, yeah. like the actual actor mm-hmm. who is the owl in the mask in the robe yeah. is not Jace. He is too tall and he is too lithe. <laughs> Jace is like stocky and l- not short, but like short. Yeah. It's not the same man. And it was very apparent this episode when he like went down to the basement to chant <laughs> yeah. his Latin. That is not Jace in that costume. <laughs> Maybe he just he's got he's got on that slim fitting long black coat. Yeah, it makes him taller and thinner. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how that works. Magic. I thought you were going to say the owl doesn't look, once again, doesn't look like an owl. It doesn't look we like an owl. We see him very clearly this episode. He looks even more clearly not like an owl. And it's a, the actor very clearly has the build of the, yeah. or of whoever's in it, mm. has the build of the actor who plays Jonathan. <laughs> to trick us. It's ridiculous. Ooh, to trick us. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? I did. Um, and it's sort of that scene we talked about a bit, but it is where Jace is met by Lilith, Lilith as he's roaming the world roaming the world I do here's why I think she just was following him angrily <laughs> because he turns around and she's like why didn't you kill that woman and Jace is like who are you and she's what like woman? oh 
Oh, sleep. Like, Aaron, this has been a full day. <laughs> like, he, he left the night before. And this and is, is night the again. next night. And she knows she can only control him in his, in his sleep. But she did not even consider for a second. That he may not be that sleeping. That he may not be the, the owl man. So, like, <laughs> what? So, this is why I think, like, she was just, like, looking around being like, where is that owl? Where, <laughs> Where's what? my owl? Why? This is... She can only... Did she think... What? Ha, why does she think that's what happened? <laughs> She's truly, like, she, there are so many bad villains on this show, and says, I do appreciate she it. She says in that scene, I that explains why I can only control you when you sleep. Do you think he slept all day? Yeah, what do you, what do you think he was he, doing? He has constantly woke up through the day... And then when he goes to sleep, whatever your trigger you put in him activates again. You know how this works. Lilith. Lilith. <laughs> You've been <laughs> there for two weeks. How are you not figuring this out yet? You have killed 11 mundanes. How many times have you approached Jace and been <laughs> like, hey, why aren't you doing your job? And he's like, what? And you go, all right, sleep. Man, like <laughs> there's there's just a blooper reel of her finding him outside like a bodega somewhere, just like, why are you not an owl? And him being like, Who like, are excuse you? Excuse me? Sorry, sleep. One day he's gonna start putting those pieces together and boy is everyone gonna feel like an idiot. <laughs> so, audience, if you've nope. Just give us give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or Pod. I'm not gonna call them idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all idiots. We're all uh, idiots down here. Um, or join us being idiots. We're Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. You can check out my website where I got some books for all kinds of idiots. Uh, it's <laughs> KevinWareBooks.com. And I'm over at FlimsyPlan.com where all of my plans are idiotic. There you go. <laughs> we'll see you next week. What does Lilith want from Magnus? What is the Praetor? Will Enderhill ever get his act together? Answers to all this and more on the next episode of Miss Shale, Sires and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>